Hi there, this is Liz. I'm going to chat to you about some DNA replication. When a cell divides, it forms two daughter cells. This means that before cell division, the cell must duplicate its DNA so that each daughter cell can inherit the full set of DNA. DNA is made up of two polynucleotide strands that form a double helix. During DNA replication, each of the two strands are used as a template from which new strands are copied. After replication, the new DNA is made up of one original polynucleotide strand and a new complementary strand. This explains why DNA replication is described as semi-conservative because one original strand is conserved. So I'm going to go over the process of replication for you. So first, DNA helicase, which is an enzyme, binds to DNA and breaks the hydrogen bonds between the two strands. The DNA helix unwinds and the two strands separate. Free-floating nucleotides form hydrogen bonds with the complementary bases. Each strand is used as a template to produce complementary strands. DNA polymerase forms phosphodiester bonds between the nucleotides. The two DNA, new DNA strands are then synthesized. So let's look at the strands of the double helix. The nucleotides join together to form a polynucleotide strand. Two polynucleotide strands call together to form a double helix. The carbon atoms of a sugar molecule are numbered as 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. And we call these like 1 prime, 2 prime, 3 prime, 4 prime, and 5 prime. The, phospho, the phosphate residue attaches to the hydroxyl group of the 5 prime carbon of one sugar and the hydroxyl group of the 3 prime carbon of the sugar of the next nucleotide. The bond is called a 5 prime to 3 prime linkage, phosphodiester linkage, because it's a phosphodiester bond. So they're orientated in an anti-parallel because the helix's two strands run in opposite directions. The 5 prime carbon end of one strand will face the th 3 prime carbon end of its matching strand. DNA polymerase catalyzes the condensation reaction between the nucleotides in a DNA strand. DNA polymerase forms phosphodiester bonds between adjacent nucleotides. So there are a few models of DNA replication and one of those is, was by Watson and Crick and Messelson and Stahl also and they were confirming the semi-conservative replication hypothesis of DNA replication. So first I'll talk about the experiment of Watson and Crick. So in 1953, two scientists called Watson and Crick found that specific base pairing was involved in a way of copying sequences of genetic information. They thought that each strand acts as a template from which the new complementary strand is copied but they don't know how replication took place. They proposed three models of replication, including conservative replication. Messelson and Stahl were interested in understanding how DNA replicates. 
They grow E. coli for several generations in one medium containing a heavy isotope of nitrogen, which was nitrogen 15, and another medium containing a light isotype of nitrogen, which was nitrogen 14. During replication, the nitrogen gets included into nitrogenous bases and eventually into the DNA. After each of the first few generations, the cells were harvested and the DNA was isolated, then centrifuged. The DNA formed separate bonds according to the density. DNA grown in heavy nitrogen 15 formed a band lower down the centrifuge tube than that grown in light nitrogen 14. Messelson and Stahl moved E. coli from the 15 nitrogen batch to a broth containing nitrogen 14 only. And they noted that after one generation of growth of nitrogen 14, the single bond band exert, sorry, the single band observed was in the space between DNA of cells grown exclusively in nitrogen 15 and nitrogen 14. So they suggested a semi-conservative model of replication. The DNA harvested from cells grown for two generations in nitrogen 14 formed two bands. One DNA band was between nitrogen 15 and nitrogen 14. The other DNA band corresponded to the band of nitrogen 14 DNA. These results could have only been explained if DNA replicates in a semi-conservative manner. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.